Today we come to Mark chapter number 10 and we're going to be looking over the next few days at verse 1 through verse number 11. Now as we look at these 11 verses of scripture, understand that we are looking at what is considered by some a very touchy subject. We're going to be looking today and over the next few days at the subject of divorce. Now, when we think about divorce and we think about marriage, uh, this is why it's important. Now, somebody right now under the sound of my voice, you're driving in the car, you're listening on podcast, you're watching us on YouTube. Somebody right now is in the midst of marital strife, marital disunity. Somebody right now listening, you have suffered um, long and hard in a marriage that has not been easy. There's been infighting, there's been infidelity, there's been trust issues. And somebody right now, under the sound of my voice, you are considering divorce. There's somebody else right now who's listening, you and your spouse. You're right now in the, in the crux of, of, of marriage counseling, and you're trying to save your marriage. Maybe somebody's listening right now who's trying to decide whether or not I want to stay in this marriage. W- w- marriage issues abound across our culture. And friends, I'll tell you today that divorce has become extremely easy. Do you know that today there are institutions known as divorce hotels where you can actually go to a hotel, spend three days with your spouse um, in a hotel over a weekend, and in three days you can be divorced and go on living your life. And friends, divorce has just become so commonplace in our society that many people assume uh, that marriage is just another contract to be broken and that it has no consequences. Uh, there's, there's no ripple effect left behind. And hey, as long as I am happy and well, that's what matters. Friends, I'm telling you right now, I've been a pastor for a very long time. And I have dealt with husbands and wives who are considering and walking through divorces. I've also sat with children in counseling rooms whose parents have been divorced. And I'm going to tell you right now that divorce is a, is a, is a very, very um, difficult and hard a circumstance of life to walk through. And, and, and it's grief stricken and there's sadness and there's anger and there's bitterness. No one comes outside of divorce the same as they walked into it. Many people are caught up in it and it hurts everybody. And so what I want to do today is I want to just begin walking through this passage where Jesus speaks of divorce. I want us to see what Jesus himself, who I believe is God in the flesh, has to say on this very touchy subject. So let's just listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says, Mark chapter 10, verse one, Jesus set out from there and went to the region of Judea and across the Jordan. So we actually know that Jesus is in the region of Perea, which is actually governed by Herod Antipas. Now remember that Herod Antipas is the king who put John the Baptist to death for calling out his adultery and uh, his, his infidelities inside of marriage. And so remember that John the Baptist called out Herod Antipas, and what happens? He got beheaded. 
And so here come the Pharisees in this same region where John the Baptist would have preached and taught and governed by Herod Antipas. No doubt in this region, they're trying to trap Jesus in the area of adultery and divorce in order to possibly see Jesus suffer the same fate under Herod Antipas. Now understand there are two different sides of the coin when it comes to the Pharisees. There's one side that believes that divorce is just something to be, a divorce certificate should just be given for any reason. And there's another side that says divorce should only be given under circumstances of adultery. And those are the two camps. And you could fall in one of those camps if you were a Pharisee. And so they come to Jesus, hoping to trap him, hoping that this might be the one way that they could not only see him suffer the fate of Herod Antipas, the same fate that John the Baptist suffered under his hand, but it's also a way to get people to turn against him. Because if he says one thing that somebody doesn't agree with, they're going to turn against him and they're going to leave him. So he'll lose followers. So in their minds, they have Jesus trapped. And the Bible says the Pharisees, they come to Jesus and they ask him, they test him, the Bible says, is it lawful for a man to divorce his life? Well, what say ye? Listener to the podcast and listener on the radio. Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? And if so, what are the grounds for that divorce? And if so, what are, what are the future ramifications of sin in said circumstances? So a lot is tied up into this text. And Jesus responds in, in a way that uh, Jesus always responds. He brings them back to the word of God. He says, what did Moses command you? And they respond by saying, Moses permitted us to write divorce papers and send her away. So you go all the way back to Deuteronomy 24 and in Deuteronomy 24, it does speak of writing the certificates of divorce. Once again, there are two camps here. There's one camp that believes that you can divorce your wife for any reason you want. Did she burn dinner? Send her away. Did she wear something you didn't like? Divorce her and send her away. There's another camp that says, no, divorce is, 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 is only for circumstances of adultery. Jesus says, what did Moses command you? Well, Moses commanded us that it's okay, it's okay to write a certificate of divorce. And send her away. And Jesus says, he wrote this command for you because of the hardness of your heart. Now, friends, I'm just going to tell you right now. Over the years, I've been in the marriage counseling room with many couples. Many couples who ended up divorced over time. And I will tell you right now that the reason they were divorced It's not because there were issues they couldn't solve. But the reason they ultimately got divorced is because of the hardness of heart. There was something that had happened in the past that an individual just deemed unforgivable. There was something they did, something they said, something they wore, some argument they got in, and it just created a callousness on an individual's heart. And they said, there is no way, no how, Uh, that, that I will ever stay with you in this marriage. And there was just a callousness, a hardness of the heart. And because of that, ultimately the relationship ended in divorce. Friends, I'll tell you the telltale indicator, uh, for someone whose heart is hardened, 
many times I'll come in these marriage counseling rooms and I'll sit down and I'll say, so what's the issue? Well, uh, you know, when she folds clothes, she doesn't fold them the way I like to. Or when he wakes up in the morning and brushes his teeth, he leaves the toothpaste out with the top off and it just drives me insane. And what I'll watch are two individuals just all of a sudden just turn into rabid wolverines fighting against each other, each trying to devour each other over issues that are so trivial and so small. Really, you're willing to divorce your husband because he doesn't put the cap on the toothpaste? You're willing to divorce your wife because she doesn't fold clothes the way you think she should fold the clothes. And you're willing to separate this entire relationship for that purpose. Well, friends, oftentimes, as you begin to pull back the layers, what you'll find is there's just a hardness of heart. There's something that happened long ago, and now everything else just piles up on top of it and continues to pile and pile and pile until the person finally breaks and says, I want out. There's no way that I can love you anymore the way that I said I would when I made a when I made a covenant with God and vowed to you to be married to you. Now, friends, listen to me. If you are on this radio station today or listening to the podcast, here's what I want to say to you. I want you to ask right now, if you're going through a marital issue, going through a marital problem, I want you to ask right now for God to soften your heart once again for your spouse. Would you do that? If you do, I promise God will begin to work in your life and in your marriage, maybe in ways you never thought he could. 